welcome to another edition of the False Cast, brought to you by the False Free Press in beautiful Caulker Falls, Ohio, where today, Sunday, October 30th, All Hallows Eve, is it, <laughs> is it or is it All Hallows Eve Eve? All Hallows Eve Eve. Sorry. For that cat, you hear the black cat in the background <laughs> being scary? Yes. Real life Bring a little sound effects. Yeah. Yeah, we have a big budget here at the Falls yeah. Cast, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. bring in the, we're bringing sounds all those authentic sound effects yeah right? i know right brought to you by sounded real. <laughs> it's a beautiful day outside and we're here inside talking to you yeah why not why? right why we should, just look we outside. Outside. outside it's too nice it is we're here with some of our favorite false casters including we? <laughs> well you guys are my favorite <laughs> <laughs> And so are and so are Stephen and Jen who aren't here today. Yeah, yes. big losers. Porch. They're playing with wood. They're painting with wood. <laughs> yeah. At least they won't get bored. Oh, See what I did that's there. good. Yeah. See what I did there. Mhm. But we do have Cassie McMcCassie McEnemy. McEnemy. Yeah. Oh, she's I gone. Left. She, she left. left. Go take care of the cat. The sound effect cat. We also have Mike Thurl. Boo. Hate that guy. And Suzanne Thurl. Hi. Yay. Love that woman. <laughs> he's sucking up to me because he's already in trouble this morning. <laughs> Forgot about Bart. Oh, and Bart. The MC Yay. And Kathy's back. Yay. Yay. She locked We're all here room. except, you know, Stephen and Jen. Whatever. And Abby, who's not locked in another room. Yeah. <laughs> No, she's, she's got food now, so she'll be quiet. Oh, sure, oh. she's good. All okay. right. So we have about 20 minutes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, till it's empty. <laughs> yep. Again, we don't have an interview this episode. Uh, I'm slacking on it, but oh, no. I've had a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's fair. But uh, I do believe you're going to have a special bonus interview with yes, something that we've um, already we wanna, talked about. Yeah, we want to honor James Lloyd Davis, who just passed away this week. He was one of the founding members of the Fall Street Press. Yep. An excellent writer. He will be missed. Yeah. We did interview him early on. I'm going to have to find mm-hmm. the episode because it was it was super early. Alex interviewed him. I'm going to yeah. look for I'm going to look for that episode and post the interview as a bonus when this goes out. As long as you can find it, it will be as there. As long as I can <laughs> find it. Yeah. Buried it was so long ago. Yep. Yeah, he you know what? He was Man, he was an interesting dude, right? I mean, he was the one that I contacted first about joining the paper. And um, I remember going to the, was it the NAT? What was the first meeting? Uh, YMCA. YMCA. And um, meeting him there, that was the first time I met him in person. I knew him only from social media. And yeah, he, you know, he was a very good writer and just this, you know, gruff man who you know he looked like he had the you know the beard and everything and you know he was vietnam vet and just have seen things done things and just you know extremely good writer talented writer and yeah he will be sorely missed i think maybe some of you might have followed him on facebook and read some of his posts i know that he was making a book hopefully he was able to finish that book i'm not sure i would have to look into that and see if that will be available but yeah, yeah he was, sad he was a, 
gruff old man that lived everywhere and mm-hmm. has done a lot of things and mm-hmm. seen a lot of things and experienced yep. a lot of things and just he was a good dude. Yeah. He was one of those guys you could chat about with anything. Yep. Yep. Sad. So yeah, if I find that interview, oh, that'll be going up here with this episode this week. I hope you can because I I vaguely remember what was in the interview since it was so long ago and it'd yeah. be good to hear it again and you know just have a different perspective with him now, you know, passing and being able to listen and to his the the novel he was working on during that interview. I think he finished that one. I do Did he? Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. that one was published. On Amazon, I believe. Was yeah, on Amazon and stuff. But yeah, I don't know if his latest one was finished or not. I can't remember the name of the book. Maybe we need to put a link to that if we can find mm-hmm. it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So you will be Miss James. Yes. Thank you for bringing us all together and having this grand idea of this paper. And it, you know, it happened. It, uh, yeah, it, it did. I mean, it was uh, an yeah. actual physical it actually happened. Print. You yep. know, we actually had, you know few issues and whatnot and you know he was gung-ho about having paper paper and nothing digital but the way today's kind of going i mean that was i remember he fought that tooth and nail he still yeah. loved that actual physical paper which you know, you know is we, nice to have we all agreed right we all wanted to give it a try mm-hmm. yeah. and we thought it was a you know great idea until it got to the point where we just couldn't maintain yeah. it anymore but yeah, yeah. it was was trying to get the advertising that was mm-hmm. yeah yeah but it was difficult but even watching major you know national newspapers you know struggling with that you know and yeah most people yep. the world has changed they want to go on their phone and be able to find it and you know that's fine we 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 adjusted with the times but yeah it was his grand idea i mean he saw Bart a Bart. need he saw a need in our community for a different perspective that wasn't being said and talked about our local yeah our local news that we do have and you know it happened i mean it's you know definitely this was his one of his brainchilds i think him and alex right they were Mm -hmm. they both got together and had the big brainchild of this happening and look where we are now so sorely missed it'll be sorely missed but speaking of the paper we have had articles coming out we have we have i saw your article about um going to uh the Oh, shoot. The play that you're going to help me out here. <laughs> you're looking at me like uh, you're <laughs> I watching me struggle. All in. <laughs> <laughs> the Evil Dead. The, the Evil Dead. Yes. yes thank Evil you. Dead. Thank you. Yeah. I watched the article and stuff or read the article and, you know, it looked like it was a good time. It looked like you had fun. Yeah. And I was and I thankfully I was near the back okay. and in the mid and in the middle. OK, so I was like I got sprayed a little bit. But, you know, it, I think it was mostly backfire from bouncing off someone. Okay. So, <laughs> no I, direct yeah, hits. Yeah. So I, I, I lucked out. Yeah. But it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good. A lot of joke at the behest of Sam Raimi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go check out that article. There's some really good pictures yeah. there, too. So. I'd say go check it out on Halloween. But I guarantee it's sold out by now. Yeah, probably. Probably. Plus, keep sending us your feedback. Tell us what you think of the paper, what you think of the show. You can send those comments to us on Facebook, via your podcatcher, or via our email. Press at gmail.com. Absolutely. This is your <laughs> chance to tell us what you think. Get, get a voice in the matter. Yes. 
Yes. We're always interested in what you guys want to hear or see because this is for you guys. So let us know. Yeah, if no one was listening, we might still be doing this, but it wouldn't be a factory. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Right. And speaking of getting your voice in, go vote. Vote. Oh. Yes, it's coming up soon. What a week? November eighth. Yeah. Woohoo. You can do early voting right now, or you mm-hmm. can vote on the uh, last day to vote, which is November eighth at your patient voting location. So voting, Kathy, how many postcards did you send out? So with that postcard to Swain States, I did 450. Did you handwrite a note on every single one of those? Yep. You are the, I'd say man, but you are the woman. There were many people that did. Yeah. Yeah. Kendall actually got one. We got one in the mail. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And it was handwritten and everything about, yay, thanks for being a voter. Don't forget to vote. So yeah. They're, they're coming and stuff. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. Why did it say thank you, Kathy? I think Kathy hand wrote it. No, I didn't have any local. Mine were going, well, other than what the Crooked River Action Group, we had some local ones. But um, I don't remember anyone's name that I recall. <laughs> 200 go to Wisconsin and 250 went to other states. Mm. Do something with her. <laughs> So how is everybody this week? <laughs> <laughs> we are, we're doing good. Mike's, you know, doing a last, you know, ditch project out there while the weather's nice and I'm excited about it. And, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing an outside project. <laughs> I'll tell you that much, but we're doing pretty good. Man. How about you, Bart? How about you, Kathy? How are you guys doing? I'm good. I might be out there later today doing some leaves. Yeah, yeah, leave pickup. Did you guys see the uh, new fancy trucks that they have to pick up the leaves? Mike was telling me about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're not doing the three-man crew anymore, or three-person crews anymore. Yeah. It's just, what, five trucks, I think it is? They said it's going to be faster, and with the um, lack of staff that they have, that hopefully it will work out well. So start raking those leaves, getting them to your curb line or devil strip or whatever you call those. Tree lawn. <laughs> freaking double strip. Okay, whatever you guys weirdos. Which call I think it. it's I think it's already started. The leaf pickups already started. Mm-hmm. I saw a truck. It, it has, yeah. Yeah. And I believe it's going through December or like good. December. Yeah, because I know good. everyone's getting three. You know, that was the thing. Everyone's getting three pickups. But I think you can go to the website and punch in your address, and uh, yep. they'll tell you when, in theory, when it's supposed to swing by your area. But weather could change that. Yeah, yeah, probably a general idea, I'm assuming. Speaking of, I'm checking ours right now because I don't yeah, remember. We have some leaves. Yeah, ours is supposed to be this week. Yeah, Thursday, oh, is it? November 3rd, yeah. Okay. Yeah, our, all, all three of ours are listed as Thursdays, so. Excellent. But we are 4B. We are. Sorry, Bart, boring you. <laughs> 4B or not 4B? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, that was bad. Uh, well, you know, it was pretty good. Oh, no, it was bad. <laughs> but it, was it was so bad, it was good. Yes. I I haven't had a whole lot going on other than just hanging at home and watching a bunch of horror movies for Halloween. Yes. Oh, yes. what and kind then, of horror movies? Like scary, scary ones or oh, no, silly no. ones? Silly. Good. Evil Dead. 
Army of uh, Darkness. Yeah, I, I attempted to start the Guillermo del Toro series on Netflix. The what? Okay. Um, I watched that the other day. Yeah. You, like uh, you know what? I only made it a few episodes in. The second one was really messed up. Yeah. And then the third one, it was I I was literally on my phone the whole time because it was so disgusting. Oh. Yeah. Ew. Okay. But the yeah, first episode was really good. Yeah. I started watching that one and and I, I was falling asleep, so I changed changed yeah. it. I didn't want to fall asleep on it, but let's finish that. Yeah. I don't no. know if I'm going to finish the series, but it was good to begin with. <laughs> So watch the first episode, and that's yeah. It. The first episode had a really good story, and then yeah, I don't like gore and things there's, like there's that. There's another one called The Midnight Club on Netflix that's really good. Oh, it was made. It was done by Mike Hannigan, uh, the guy who did House uh, Haunting of Hill House. Oh, okay. And it was all. It's all based on Chris, the Christopher Pike novels of the '90s. What was it called? Uh, the Midnight Club. Okay. Kind of depressing at times because it's all about cancer kids. Oh. But, See, none of this sounds good to me. I, I just don't watch like, this stuff. Every, like every night they get they get together in the in the library and tell you know spooky stories. Oh, okay. Because okay. you know there's nothing scary because you already know you, they already know they're gonna die. Oh. Uh, so you know. Yeah. My my question with that though is how did a Starfleet captain write a <laughs> right, a series of young adult yes. novels in the yes, 90s. Yes, I'm just yes. At least Bar got it. Somebody got it. <laughs> Star Trek nerd. I just been watching Ghost Hunters. It's so cheesy. But so it good. is so cheesy. It is, yeah. It's like I like that kind of stuff because well, it's so cheesy. You know, it's like not like real. What was the one you were watching the with oh shit, what are the Osborne kids? The uh, Osborne. Jack oh, and no. Kelly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It's like them doing ghost hunting and stuff. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, that was it's so good. <sighs> that was, yeah. A while ago, a couple years ago, Jack had one with Ozzy in it. Did you see that one? I don't know if that's the one I was the watching or not. The one where they traveled around the world? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Spend the night in the haunted house, and I was just like, I'm not staying here. <laughs> uh-uh, I didn't see that one. I'll have to look for it. Ozzy to be the, you know, the, the crazy one. He was like, I, 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 oh, I love it. I love it. It's so entertaining to me. I don't know why. I can't do, I mean, I can't do real scary stuff or whatever. I don't really like that kind of stuff. But that stuff is just so cheesy over the top. I mean, it's, it's like Ghost Adventures where it's like so, oh, God, so, so bad. So bad. So bad, but you, you gotta watch you it. You just want to watch it. Yeah, it's like the guy is like a total like bro dude. And he's like, <laughs> bro, bro, yeah. bro, bro, just it was me. one time. It was one time where the a ghost, quote unquote ghost, touched his butt. And then he kept like insisting that it was a girl ghost because it couldn't have been a boy. I mean, it was just like <laughs> over the top, like fantastic. And everything scares them and they're screaming all the time and just obnoxious. And ugh, that's my level of like what I'm willing to watch with scary stuff. <laughs> like, so just... we're not going to watch The Omen or no. any of the horror or any of those exorcist. Let me say my level of scariness is I got scared with Coraline. I mean, these people have button eyes. <laughs> they're so, I know, they're sewing on there. When I was a kid, we went to watch E.T. And I oh, slept in my creepy. parents' bed for a week. It creeped <laughs> me out. 
E.T. is a creepy little dude. Oh, I'm telling you. I just don't do stuff like that. But Rosemary's Baby. No, I never, <laughs> no, never seen it. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope, nope. Not my thing. That, that's a good quality family movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> about a baby. Oh, is it? Oh, a baby. Oh, boy. I know what we're watching. <sighs> Sorry, Bart. Don't. I will say that's one movie I have not seen and won't. The Omen? Uh, no, I've, I've, I've seen The Omen. I think I've seen The Omen because it wasn't really that scary. No, just suspenseful, kind of, sort of. Yeah. And I've seen The Exorcist, but in the, in the most thing, the most scary that was for me is during with the whole blood thing in the, at the hospital. I don't remember. Because they were actually they were doing actual surgery. Oh. Ew. Yeah. Like they had actual doctors as actors. Oh. And then, oh. I don't because, remember. Because that director was so crazy to begin with. And treated, you know, the entire cast like crap. That's probably the scariest part of that movie is hmm. the number of people that left injured. <laughs> really? The reality of the making of the movie yeah. is scary. Hmm. Yeah, because, like, the mother of that actress ended up, like, her entire back was shifted out of place. Because Oof. when she when she gets thrown across the room, the, the, the cords that pulled her, mm-hmm. like, he literally just. Yanked her. Yeah. Wow. That I didn't know. (laughs) So on to our round table. (laughs) Back to the happy stuff. First off, a letter was sent to city council last week titled Behavior Unbecoming to an Elected Official. Mm-hmm. Uh, due to the title, you know, we decided, because it was submitted in the public record, we decided to get a copy of it. Mm-hmm. And this letter was sent by Deanne Deck, for whom Calga Falls Councilman Adam Miller posted a lot of stuff on his uh, personal blog on Facebook about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ms. Deck listens to. Yes. So it was kind of confusing why... He was concerned with, you know, what was go with her, what was going on. I guess he'd received a bunch of me- text messages and phone calls, you know, what's about what's going on. And they sent her a bunch of, you know, screenshots of him talking about her. He was quote unquote trying to out her and intimidate her, saying that she was trying to run for Council of Stowe, which again, what's his business? He's right. Involved. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this letter was sent, and I said it's in public record, you can file for a copy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so this was sent to the to the uh, Calga Falls City Council. They didn't read it. All they read was the title uh, at the council, in the, uh, the meeting. In the minutes. meeting. The meeting, yeah. yeah. So that's how we got it. But it intrigued us when we heard yeah. that. We wanted to know what was going on. <laughs> so this is interesting, you know, what was going on. and Well, this is pattern behavior. I mean, right. He's. It's been discussed before about behavior online and in social media. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know people that have given him the moniker Captain Keyboard, you know, because of some of the stuff he said. And I personally don't think that's, you know, you can put the face on in public and whatnot and play the part. But if this is how you're going to act on a social platform or whatever, you know. It's not acceptable. You know, no, it wasn't. I mean, the letter was very detailed on what happened. It was a little confusing to read because it made zero sense on why he would be targeting 
a person from Stowe who she claims has never even heard of Adam Miller in her entire life before. And all of a sudden she's starting to get messages from friends. And when she tried to go to that Facebook page, she was blocked. She couldn't get into it, which, you know, I think we all have had experiences of, of him blocking us from certain things or whatever. So that's kind of his standard thing. I definitely, and I think, I think Mike, you try to go to his page too, just to kind of verify, you know, legitimacy of this letter and I couldn't get access to it. I didn't have access to his Facebook page, which is, you know, I think it's his personal page. So, you know, yeah, it says right. that's yeah. fine. That's fine. But we, you know, we can't verify it one way or the other, but the details that she had in this letter, you know, made it sound very legit. I mean, I, I believed it, you know, personal. I mean, we, we can talk about, we can talk about what is facts and what is personal opinion and the fact is, is that, you know, this person from Stowe sent a letter to the city council. The title of the letter was read into record on the, you know, uh, council minutes, and it was put into public record, filed into public record, which is why we got a copy of the letter. These are the facts. Now, for opinion, my opinion, after reading this letter, it sounded very truthful, very, it, it was, it sounded like she had a lot of facts to back up what she was trying to say. She has, you know, we didn't see the screenshots or anything like that, but she said she got the screenshots from her friends. And she even said that she tried to handle this without going anywhere, trying to handle it with him directly without any kind of results. She went, what was it? The Republican party headquarters. Or or yeah. To try to handle it through them directly. And she basically got told that this is known behavior of his, that he's a bully and nothing really was getting done about it. And then um, she decided that she was just going to send this letter to city council. The one thing that she did make a point in this letter, which I think is a really good idea and something that we should discuss, is that there should be a way to have a formal way to report these kind of incidents from anybody, anybody that is an elected official. So I thought that was an extremely good point of hers that if this happens, doesn't matter what party you are or who it is, if somebody is treating you like this on social media or bad mouthing you or whatever, there should be a way to be able to report that um, without having to kind of go through all of these hoops it sounds like she went through. So, I mean, my personal opinion is something should be done. I'm hoping city council does something about this on record and I don't know if the the letter should be read it read for record. Maybe that's something to be said, be something to be done. I'm not sure. I mean, it's just really unacceptable when you are electing somebody to represent your. I mean, he's not in our ward, but the people that elected him to represent them and our city council. You got to realize that this behavior is now representing you. If you find it unacceptable no matter what party you are, that somebody can go out there on social media without any evidence, without any information about this person, never met this person, doesn't know anything about this person, and just blast them on a social media page that she herself is blocked and doesn't have the ability to defend herself. Um, And if you find that unacceptable, then you need to speak up because this is how politics is becoming. This is how our society is becoming. And I don't know. It was just, it just was very, it didn't surprise me because I personally have had some, you know, run-ins with him as well. And I know other people have had some run-ins on him. So it didn't surprise me about the behavior, but it's just kind of points out that we, 
there, there has to be a time where we, the people say enough, we're not doing this anymore. We're not allowing bullying people, behaviorals, just like that to represent us that they're getting paid with our tax money to do this job. Now, I understand that he may donate his money or not take it or whatever, but that's not the point. The point is that those funds are earmarked to pay for somebody to go in there and represent them. And they are elected. We're telling them, yes, we want you to go do this job. And that kind of behavior should not be acceptable anymore. And I may get off my soapbox now, but thank you. So that is is my opinion, my personal opinion. That is not the false cast opinion. That is not anybody. That is my personal opinion. But if you are interested in that letter, definitely reach out to your city council members to find out how you can get access to it as well or have a conversation with your city council members to find out what is going to be done about it because there needs to be something in place, a standard in place of what happens when a city council member goes over the line. And it sounds to me like he went over the line on this. And end scene. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just unfortunate that the um, the bar is so low anymore for how to act. You know, it's just. Yeah. It's- yeah. I mean, it's not. It, and we were seeing well, this in our national politics. We're seeing this in our state politics, our city politics. This is something that's just becoming very standard practice nowadays. And it's, become- it's just. My opinion is it's become more standardized after, you know, former President Trump went in and everyone applauded him and loved him for his brashness and whatnot. And he spoke his mind. I'm like, I I understand that to a point, but just because you want to have some person go in there and speak their mind and whatever doesn't make them, you know, fit for an office. You know, Adam Miller, former Marine, you know, he can respect that. But Mm -hmm. the behavior acting, you know, being a bully like that or saying what you want, you know, and F everyone else, not necessarily, I mean, that's, that's not a good mentality to have, you know, and it was the same crap that, you know, Warren Capps, you know, was that attitude, which was emboldened by, you know, former president Trump, you know, and that's what a lot of these Republicans are doing now is, uh, you know, they're speaking their mind, quote unquote, and acting, you know, the way that majority people like we, you know, as public, you know, or just individuals want to sit there and say, oh, you know, I would say this and I would do this and I would do that. Yeah, that's fine for us to say. But when you have somebody in a position of power mm-hmm. like that, I think your rhetoric needs to be metered a little better than yep. what the average Joe would say. Yeah, I mean, at some point you can break it down and speak like that, you know, and, and people lambast, you know, Biden about swearing, you know, or even, you know, former, what was it, Senator McCain about, you know, some of his comments that he had made of, you know, swearing or this or that, you know, you're not supposed to do that at this level, but yet because of former president Trump, you know, that's the way he would speak and shit. And now everyone accepts that as normal, you know, just how we talk behind closed doors or how we talk to everyone in general. Sure. That's fine. But to even have some of the, what's the the phrase I'm looking for? The not braggadocia, but just to, to be able to speak like you want and then be a council person and bully somebody, you know, that that's not acceptable. I mean, you, you could even sit there and say what you want, but to bully somebody for no reason, that's bullshit. You know, you shouldn't be having that from, you, you shouldn't expect that behavior or you should not be accepted behavior from an elected official. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, whatever. Independent. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Independent. I mean, yeah. There's, whatever. There's a way to speak your mind and I'm, a, I'm good with speak your mind. I want to know what you think your sure. real opinions are, but that 
doesn't also equate to being a bully and calling people names and tearing them down and trying to like say, oh, you know, you have a, you know, make up stuff about people. I mean, it's, to me, it sounded like he was also making up things about her. So lying mm-hmm. about some of the things that she, uh, that was a, that was about her personally. Yeah. And or so, is it stuff that, you know, was discussed hearsay and then he's putting out there, you know, because as fact, w- because of, yeah, the as fact, yeah. yeah, which certain people do where it's like, well, I heard this or I heard this or, you know, people have said, you know, there, there's no basis of truth behind that, but that's what a lot of politics has become now. And it's sad, you know, and that's more on the national level, but it's just, you know, we need to expect more out of our elective officials. And the problem is there's a lot of the populace that doesn't care to fact check. You know, they don't care to look at the numbers. They don't care to do the research about any of this crap, you know, where it's like people can say this and we're just, oh, we're going to accept it as truth because they have a D or an R behind their name, you know, and let's get smarter people. Let's let's start doing our own investigations and our own, you know, quote unquote research. I don't mean do your own research about, you know, I learned on YouTube that, you know, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, we recommend trying to um, contact your city council person to find out more about this information if you want to know. And I also, I mean, I applaud her for saying, you know, or who she is, you know, I mean, she, it just wasn't somebody who's trying to be anonymous about it or whatever. And, you know, she actually posted her name. You know? And she posted her name and she was very honest and very upfront and it just felt very real. One of what got me, though, too, is, I mean, I I don't want to say this is the M.O. for some of the Republican candidates we have here, but I know from personal experience, you know, former candidate Mm -hmm. Mary Stemple, you know, I had not confronted her, but I was trying to have a discussion and I questioned stuff and (laughs) she, she blocked me, Yeah, you know, and then would start talking shit, you know, and it's like, well, wait a minute, you know, it's if you're running for mayor. Right. And you can't have a civil conversation when somebody brings something up to you. You were totally you know, respectful, too. I mean, that's based the thing. on fact. That was the thing is yeah. I'm like, well, you know, according to this, this and this, you know, this is what was said at city council. This is already in plans for this. This is already in works. And then I get blocked. You know, I'm like, then, you know, you want to start saying that, you know, this person's, you know, spreading falsehoods about me. It's like, no, if you can't have a civil discussion with somebody, you know, like I don't have a problem <clears throat> with individuals, be it Adam Miller, be it whoever, you know, be it Bart, be it me, whoever, blocking people from their page or limiting access on their personal page. But when you have a campaign page or a blog or whatever, something that's in your public official capacity and you're blocking people from that, to me, that's you're you're limiting the civil discussion or you're, you know, yes, you're going to get attacks from either side, you know, but that should be part of the discussion that, that should be allowed, you know, to be fair, we're talking about Mary Stemple did this to you. Adam Miller did not do this. This is not. No, something yes, that is true. Yeah. I just want to but, just clarify but, that we're not saying but in that her Adam letter, she Miller had did said this. that Adam Miller had blocked her on his personal page on his personal. I, but my I thought it was her yeah. blog, too, because she I thought that she I had tried know. to reach out and find anything about him on any of his pages and couldn't find anything. I would have to reread the letter to see that. Yeah, same here. Just to verify. That's why I said, so you know, we, we don't know for sure I, if that's the case. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with people doing it on their personal page because you can do whatever on your, you know, block access to your personal page. I don't give a crap. I think know? that it's it just doesn't feel right to do it, but you can do it on your. Well, personal I mean, page. I, I if get you're a that. public you, official, 
either not have a personal page or don't block people, yeah. but that's just a an opinion of mine. That's not, yeah. you know, you to me, can't personal do page it. is personal page, you know, but a yeah. blog page or a campaign page or whatever. I do believe they should be blocking people that too, that you, sh- you can't block people on it, but I don't know. But Anywho, end of rant. My soapbox. Sorry. I'm yeah. my, <laughs> that was my little side rant for stupid. I don't know where, how in the hell I got on that. No, it, it's it frustrating. It's very frustrating because we do see this happening in politics everywhere. I mean, now we're seeing it in local politics. You know, it's we see it on national news all the time and we see it on state news and we see it now in local news. And it's like, you know, it's got to stop, man. It's just got to stop. I, I I just I don't know. I, I'm tired of of dealing with that and and listening to people just do personal attacks. I will take somebody swearing or um, somebody, you know, stumbling around on their words versus somebody just being just evil and crude yeah. to a personal uh, uh, for a personal you know, attack their looks or attack, attack this, their politics, attack, attack their opinion, yes. or you know, attack their Whatever. ideas, yes. not the person, you know, yes. that's yeah. not, that's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a difference. There's an absolute difference. And I'm just, it's like, you see it and you're just like, once again, now, now it's just starting to happen in our local politics. And that's not what makes Cuyahoga Falls great. You know, we, we, we can have differences of opinions, but you know, we should not attack one another. We should have differences of opinion. You know, you shouldn't all just, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Go along with it, you know? Yeah. No, no. I mean, that's why I love the, uh, I forget what it's called. Sidetracked rant again. I forget what it's called. And I want to say it's the Jewish community where if they have like a council and if you have 10 people that agree or there's a topic comes up, one person has to dissent out of those 10 ideas, you know? So there's always a counter argument to whatever, you know, nine people can go along with it. One person's got to have a con. Gosh, is you that know, why you play, always play devil's advocate against me? It always, drives me yeah, absolutely I mean, like, nuts. Well, Whenever should, I'm passionate about something, you're like, but I'm like, is that what you really think? Or are you being devil's advocate? Uh, it depends on the And yeah, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> depends on what it is. I mean, we've gone back and forth. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I mean, but if I am truly playing devil's advocate, I will say this yeah. is what, you know. Yeah, I'm playing devil's advocate here. And I'm like, no, I just want to complain. Don't tell me anything else. Sorry, we went on a we went on a little bit of a. Sorry, Kathy. Sorry, Kathy. No, you're. <laughs> no, I'm just. Sorry, I'm listeners. Just, I think uh, need to raise the bar on what we expect of people that represent us. Yeah. And how they should, you know, act. Yeah. Common courtesy. We're not asking a lot. We're not asking you to be saints. <laughs> no, but as Please. being an elected official, you know, or anything. I mean. Don't be an asshole. That's all I'm asking is just don't be an asshole. I mean, yeah, it's like, so, why would you do that? I mean, that? What what was your end game with that? I, that's what uh, I don't understand. I don't know. It was so confusing when I was reading that letter. I'm like, why? What 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 is he even trying to accomplish? Is this ridiculous? I don't know. Anywho, like for, for what purpose? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, Bart. Sorry, Bart. So. New utility meters are expected in the near future since the city settled with Johnson Controls back in 2020 after several legal complaints over contracts. (laughs) Mm. The new meters were supposed to be installed two years ago, but, you know, COVID hit. COVID? What's that thing? Yeah. Plandemic, you mean? (laughs) Aclaris Technologies will install new software and new electric meters. Well, Badger Meter will be upgrading the city's current water meter. Badger, 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 Badger. So that'll be happening uh, soon, and it should take about a year to complete. 
you know, to get everybody's money. That's for everybody, right? That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Is that going to cost us anything? Shouldn't. It shouldn't, no. Good. Just time and hassle and they come in to put your stuff in. Yeah. Oh, is that going to be in the house? Our stuff that's yeah, in the house? I believe. Well, I mean, I mean it depends on or is the it outside? Not, but... Depends yeah. on where it's located. Yeah. yeah. All righty, then. Look forward to that. So, yeah, none of these are as exciting as the first topic. <laughs> <laughs> There are now more rainbow trout in the Congo River around Waterworks, uh, thanks to grants from the Ohio Department of Natural Resources and Trout Unlimited. Yay! Now, they say that rainbow trouts are very picky about the quality of their water, so the fact that they are, you know, living and happy there, it's a good thing, and a good thing about our um, the way that our water is. Because so. they were introduced, right? Or mm-hmm, I think so. Yeah. Um, but, still but they would swim away if they didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Or they would die. <laughs> they would die. Yeah. They're not yeah. a catfish. <laughs> well, these, I guess, are farm raised. So. Yeah. Which, I mean, if they're able to survive in the river, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah that is a good thing. It means the water quality is good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for fish. Thank you for all the fish. 42. <laughs> Jumping dolphins. Singing dolphins. <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting it. Goodbye and thank you for all the fish. Yep. yep, yep, So long and thank you. Oh, so long. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. That is what the fish. (laughs) Side note, I did learn what the derivation of goodbye is. It's actually a shortened form of God be with you. (laughs) How's that for stupid? It's true. I did find that out. Yeah, when you were leaving the city walls, people would say God be with you and they ended up saying, you know, goodbye instead of God be with you. So it's a contracted form of. (laughs) It's stupid knowledge. Next, Mayor Walters. <laughs> Sorry, there's no way to cover. <laughs> there's no way to transition from that. Bro, like, <laughs> Just cool. Hard cool story, right there. bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Mayor Walters is accepting applications for next year's Mayor's Youth Advisory Council. They're looking for eight engaged high school students to sit on panels with the mayor and different city departments to have open discussions about what matters most to them and how the students would like to like the city to move forward and affect change, as well as learn how local government works. The council meets twice monthly beginning of February, right before the city council meeting. And those who are interested can apply on the city's website. Our younger daughter did this, unfortunately right when COVID hit. So she was only able to go to a couple of the meetings. But I mean, they have the kids sitting right where the city council members sit. And it just was a really cool experience um, for her, the limited time that she had. And I definitely would recommend, you know, encouraging your, your kids if they're interested in any kind of government or, you know, want to make a difference in city of Cuyahoga Falls to Put in their application. It's a very good program, and I thank the mayor for doing that. I, I was there for one meeting when they had local press there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the, the help the students learn about local press and, every, and the local and national news. So definitely any students who are interested in that, yes. sure check out the city's website. Absolutely. Suzanne, do you have any good news? You know, my good news is that trick-or-treat last night was one of the nicest weather we've had in several years. Yeah. And 
the kids were out there getting their candy and they looked super duper cute. And it was nice to be able to sit outside and see our neighbors. Kathy was there. We talked to her across the street, waved her. Hi, Kathy. Um, and so some of our neighbors, yeah, some of our neighbors were out there giving out candy and it just was a, you know, it was nice that the weather was so nice and be able to see the kids out there. I think the last several years it was rainy or gross or I think we had snow the one time, (laughs) you know, so, you know, the little kids are like all bundled up and, you know, you don't get a lot of kids out there, but this year was pretty nice. Y'all love Northeast Ohio Halloween when you got to design your costume around a winter coat. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I saw a picture of, you remember the old masks that were like the plastic masks and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. and like that, how we all look like the purge, you know? So the old picture, yeah. of it little like purge the, serial killers. Yeah, I mean the costumes have come a very long way since we were a little kid. Definitely wearing our superheroes and strawberry shortcake plastic face ones that you couldn't breathe in. You remember that you would mm-hmm. get like the condensation from your breath on it. Yeah. You could barely you stick see. your tongue out in that little hole you and cut, cut the your crap tongue up. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, man, kids, kids nowadays have it so good. So easy. <laughs> the little plastic, <laughs> the little plastic like outfit or something. That, but yeah, it was a really nice trick or treat. Um, we got to, you know, I don't know how many kids we had. I mean, it, was, many. it wasn't many, but more than we normally get. Yeah, I was giving yeah. out big bowls to some kids because I didn't think I still had some left over. But yeah, did I was you? Still- handfuls yeah everybody was running to kathy's because we had the little size ones and kathy's like here i got the full size ones take <laughs> them like, take them take them <laughs> but they weren't yeah they weren't full really well they were full size reese's but then i had some kit kats and some other little candy bars yeah little ones yeah and the kids were like you give us the most i'm like <laughs> <laughs> you're like can you say that louder for the neighbors that's yeah. right yeah well <laughs> But I mean, it kind of, I mean, a lot of the kids, little kids on our street, at least were grown up, but you know, we didn't get a whole lot of little, little, little kids ones. coming through. Yeah. And we got to see one of our older neighbors. The kids yeah. are all grown up. Yeah. Seniors in high school now. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I moved in here. You were like, what, six, something like that, five or six. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It was old. good. It was a good time. So hopefully all didn't your kids are still there. I was what? sad. I didn't see any people run around in the dinosaur costumes. Oh, the T Rex ones. Yeah, the T Rex ones. You usually see yeah. a couple running yeah. around, but I didn't see I any. I did see like, on my way home yesterday a giant chicken. A giant, a chicken. giant chicken. Yeah. And That's I mean, like, they oh, just from driving, <laughs> you know, I was driving up Broad Boulevard, so I, you know, I didn't see, couldn't see very much, but mm-hmm. I did see they were at someone's door and they were the height of the door. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Did you guys see the size of that chicken? Oh, jeez. Sorry, Young Guns <laughs> reference. We did run into a couple of Teletubbies at Target. We and did. Two guys are dressed up as Teletubbies. I was we like, did. what the? <laughs> like, That's creepy. College age kids. You're like, yeah. Run around the Teletubby outfits. Yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, our younger daughter and her boyfriend dressed up <laughs> as bananas and wore her like Starbucks um, aprons. And I forget what he said they were. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see. This is, so, this is stupid. I love the college kids. Yeah, oh, well, I don't remember. Jesse from Breaking Bad. They were supposed to because we got them that, you know, but they decided to go with the banana costumes and the yeah. Starbucks um, apron or something. Banana I, I don't know. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. So I don't know. 
whatever. Mm-hmm. It was good. So that is my good news. Happy Halloween. And guess what time it is, guys? Farts, arts, farts, arts, farts, arts, farts, arts. Steven's not here. We miss the Bart's arts. We do. Yeah. It's not as good without them. Nope. So, Calga Valley Art Center will be having its closing reception for the student and faculty exhibition on November 18th from 5.30 to 7. The show is currently on display and the public can vote for people's choice up through the, up through the evening of the closing reception. How do they vote? You can just get a, they'll give you a slip of paper and you can write out. Okay. So you have to go there. There's yeah, it's not like an online. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then they'll okay. announce the winners at the final show. Very nice. That's cool. Falls artist Noah Scott had a drawing featured at the end of this year's Simpsons Halloween episode. That's so cool. They had a bunch of different drawings uh, from different artists of Kresge the Clown as Pennywise. <laughs> and this drawing, it was in one of he had one of his sketches in there. Currently he also has work at Upfront Art Space. Oh really? Yeah. And I guess he's a permanent sub at Falls High. Okay. Really? Very nice. So, Never heard of a talent. permanent permanent sub. That's <laughs> uh, it sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm yeah. like <laughs> permanent substitute. They keep him on retainer. Yeah. It's like a full time part time employee. Mm-hmm. Point of No Return Improv will have a show at Gilly's Music Room in Akron on November 9th at 7 p.m. to help overcome any post-election blues that will absolutely not happen. Because no. no. people are going to vote, right? We are all going to yes. vote. Yes, Bart. We'll Kathy's vote. Not. Kathy. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We're all going to be very, very happy, so we'll want to laugh any- no matter what. We'll want to yeah. laugh. Will we? The Akron Comic Con returns to Calga Falls next weekend, Ooh. November 5th and 6th at Emedio's Ex- Expo Center. There will be plenty of indie and big name artists, writers, and creators, including Tom Batiok. I know I'm pronouncing that name wrong. <laughs> yes. Better than I could do. A creator of Crankshaft and Funky Lucker Beam. Remember Funky Wicker Beam? Crankshaft was funny too. Yeah. Mm hmm. It's pretty cool. Plus, obviously, lots of comics and toys. Mm-hmm. Which I think I could be totally wrong, but I believe he went to Brush High School. Um, or I forget how this worked out, but the the one band director in the Funky Weaker Bean comics, I believe, was modeled after one of the Falls High directors. I, I don't know if I it was Felbush. Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I want to say it was uh, director Felbush. You know, from way back when. But yeah, he was kind of. That was the inspiration for the band director in the Funky Winker Bean comics. That's so cool. That's sort of like there was this there's one Neil Gaiman comic out there that the artist was from Stowe. Mm-hmm. And the it opens up with a guy sitting on a bench in the park. And the guy was a customer at Stowe Monroe Falls Public Library. Really? Really? Yeah. And it was like obviously that's not the, the character was. But the person, I mean, this guy must have drawn this guy, you know, completely. Must have seen him in the library, you know, at yeah. times and just sat down and drew. But yeah, in, in this comic, it's this How weird would Stone. that be? <laughs> if you're like, wait, that's me. <laughs> that's so cool. That's a cool story. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. <laughs> and finally, 
Halloween is tomorrow or it'll have already happened by the time this comes out. Mm. Mm-hmm. So holiday shopping is right around the corner. No, March. No. 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 Too soon. It is. <laughs> Too soon, bro. But because because of that, so is parking meters on parade and free <gasps> parking downtown. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited. Ugh. I love the parking meters on parade. That's always fun. Do you? Yes. I'm so excited. The deadline to apply for a meter is November 11th. So literally two weeks away. Yeah. And they'll be, they'll be available first come first serve. Decorations will be installed Thanksgiving week. uh, After which the public can vote for their favorite meters online. I can't wait to see what everybody does this year. They're always so creative. Excited. And of course that weekend is also when the tree lighting ceremony will be. You know, uh, that is no, fun. I can't. No, this is happening too fast. I'm sorry. No. It's a month away. Nope. Month. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. But it's Santa. <gasps> Santa. I know. Like I beef and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? So we want to thank our listeners for joining us this week. Oh, yeah, we have listeners. Sorry about that. Remember, we do want to hear your ideas for interviewees. Uh, I promise at one point I'll actually do something about that. Hmm. Yeah. Eh, well, you know. Uh, and I blame, of course, I we're always Kathy. in the mar- I'm sorry. I blame Kathy on that. It's all <laughs> Kathy's fault. We're always in the market for uh, article submissions as well, if you'd like to write for us. Uh, you can shout all of that to us on Facebook uh, through, our, through the podcasters. Or via our email. Fall3press at gmail.com. For now, we'll say goodbye and hope you join us next time. Bye. Later. (laughs) Meow. (laughs) Fallscast is a production of the Falls Free Press in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Please check out the Falls Free Press at fallsfreepress.com or on social media at facebook.com slash fallsfreepress. We thank you for listening to this episode, which was recorded and edited by Bart Sullivan. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell your call to Falls friends and family so they can listen as well.